Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. Holy freaking hot dog. Y'all, I am freaking out over this episode. I'm so excited to record it. I was so excited when I was like reflecting back on this and taking notes and I've just never experienced anything like this in the online industry. Like somebody really like pulling back the curtains and letting you into an intimate sales conversation of their own in their next investment. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Okay, so we're going to be talking about, well, first off, let me backtrack a little bit. I just made the largest, most long-term investment in my business to date. And it was a six-figure investment. It was 120000 Australian dollar. So that converts to like, mm, I need to do the math on that, but I'm pretty sure around like 80 k US dollar. Um, but I am just like, I'm so proud of myself. Like I really am so incredibly proud of myself for making that decision and diving in head first and not looking back. But what I'm even more proud of is how I carried myself through the conversation. And a lot of it might surprise you. Um, because I think in the online industry, like there's only certain behaviors in sales conversations that are painted and depicted as high level. And so I think some of this is actually going to surprise you all, which I'm I'm just so excited to share this because I don't know, how fucking cool. You know what I mean? How fucking cool. So if you all love this episode and you have just as much fun listening to it as I do recording it, DM me on Instagram at Cake Money Consulting. If we're not best friends there, let's fucking be best friends there, okay? It's, I show up there all the time. Uh, okay, so the in journey, the, the in journey, I'm so sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's hope this whole episode isn't just a bunch of word salad. If so, what's your favorite dressing? Um, this is, I'm just, this is all about the journey to the actual investment because it was a journey, right? And I'm also going to be like really pointing out lessons that you can anchor in and apply to your business right? As like, I was just reflecting back on this journey and I was like, fuck, there are so many lessons within this journey that can be applied to your business. So I'm so excited to go over that. Also, what I want to say is if when you make big investments in your business, if you don't reflect on them and reflect on how you carried yourself through that process, reflect on the internal dialogue, this is your sign to start doing that. It is absolutely been such a pivotal piece of my personal growth to really reflect back on that, see if there's any blind spots, see if there's any areas that I want to strengthen my trust in myself, my decision-making abilities. Like it's just so, so good. Um, the other thing that I was going to say is this is actually going to be part one and part two. So this is part one, the journey to the investment and the lessons that came through. And then there's also going to be a part two and I'm going to walk you through the questions that I ask myself to arrive at my decision, ultimately saying fuck yes to this 
absolutely like somebody on the outside of the industry would be like, this is fucking insane. This is fucking insane. Okay. So let's freaking go. Okay. So like I said, this is a journey, right? So I first reached out to her back in December of last year and I asked about private mentorship and I asked about her mastermind, like her big mastermind. But when I really, so I asked about it, we had a a DM conversation and when I really checked in about it, I just knew it simply like wasn't the right time, right? I had another one-on-one mentor until May of 2023, but also like given, well, let me just say this. We were also moving across the country, right? We, We knew that we wanted to start trying for baby number two in January or February of this year. Right. So I knew that I could potentially be entering into the first trimester and everything that potentially comes with that, which it did. Okay. (laughs) Your girl was nauseous every day. And I don't know if there's a difference between carrying like boys and girls, but I was significantly more nauseous this go around with baby girl um, than I was with Zabian. But we are also about to close on our second home. Right. We had no idea how much our first home was going to sell for. And we knew that we could potentially be carrying two jumbo mortgages, right? Because we had standards around what we would sell our first home for. If we didn't get what we wanted, we weren't going to sell it. And we were going to carry two mortgages. And we were going to make the first, um, our first home in the Bay Area an investment property. Um, so uh, there was a lot that was just uncertain, right? And we also knew that after buying our second home in Charleston, South Carolina, that we were going to be doing a massive renovation, like complete demo of the, the main living, the main floor, the main living floor. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, and that we would be living with my family for about a month and a half during that. So there was just so much that was up in the air. Now, if the only reason that I wasn't going to invest in this was going to be that I had another one-on-one mentor until May of 2023, I knew within myself, like that would be an excuse but this was actual just real life circumstance, right? Because it was like, oh, I already had another one-on-one mentor until May of 2023. Now we're going to put all of this on top of that too, right? So lesson number one, not everything is a fucking excuse, okay? Not everything is a fucking excuse. Like sometimes people don't join your shit because of real life circumstance and they know themselves, right? Like I have the level of self-awareness to know that that investment during that season would have been too much for me. Not necessarily cost wise, but just commitment wise, right? Because you all know this, the way that I run my business, it is not my fucking baby. My family comes first day in, day out. And so I knew that we weren't going to have a nanny. There was going to be lack of stability, like just so much. And I knew that my family was going to need more of me during that season, right? So I told her no. I told her no. I told her exactly why I wasn't joining close proximity but would reach out once our life was a bit more settled. And her response was so kind and genuine. Like literally it, re- it just, it was perfect, right? There was no pressure. It was just pure love and, and not necessarily concern, but just like, like she got it. You know what I mean? Like she, she just got it and it was a beautiful response. And so that brings me to lesson number two right? Onboarding a client starts from the first point of contact, right? So it's like when somebody reaches out to you about an offer, that's when potentially onboarding a client starts. It also starts when they say not right now and how you navigate that, 
right? And if she would have come back like pressuring me or encouraging me to bypass my current circumstances, I wouldn't have joined. I would not have joined. We would not be here today having this fucking conversation because that is not how I roll. That's not how I roll in my sales conversations. And if a mentor, like potential mentor does that to me, I'm literally automatically out. I'm like, nope, not you. That's a whole nother episode in and of itself. But I just think it's so important to recognize that, right? And the other part about this is she made that no mean absolutely nothing about her. Nothing about her. Okay, so I'm the type of person that if now is not the perfect time for a close proximity meeting like one-on-one or mastermind, I'm going to find a way to be plugged in somehow to your space, right? If you have that option. So there's that. So I joined her membership. And that's like, she rolls out new programs all the time. So when you join the year membership, you get access to all of the the programs, right? Because here's the thing, I'm the type of person, if I'm not at a place to join the close proximity, I will be in your world somehow. Because I feel activated by you. I want to learn from you. I want to stay plugged in until it's the moment to move into close proximity. And so Lesson number three, I think we're on number three, or are we on number four? I don't fucking know. Lesson number three, it's vital that you have an offer suite that gives your people this opportunity. It is vital that you have an offer suite that gives your people the opportunity to be in your world during many different seasons, right? And just because somebody is not ready for close proximity yet does not mean that they're never going to work with you. There, there could be people, if you don't have an offer suite that allows for this, there could be people in your community, which I'm just going to say there are people in your community that want to work with you so fucking badly, they're just not ready for that close proximity, right? So passive, low ticket, high ticket, plugged in for long-term and an accessible price point, short-term close proximity, like having these options and these different like offers with different logistics and different proximity and all these things are so freaking important in our offer suite to maximize not only our impact and our connection with clients, but our income, right? So fast forward a little bit. I'm in the all in for a few months. That's what her membership is called. Um, In February of this year, the month we got pregnant, um, right before I knew that I was pregnant, she actually launched a two-week mastermind. And I can't remember the exact investment. I think it was like nearly 3K, but I was literally in within seconds. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. She like announced that this was coming And I genuinely like immediately DM'd her and was like, I'm in, send me the link, (laughs) like literally within seconds. Um, And so this is lesson number four. Like when I know it's right, even if it's scary or if it's a big investment, like I fucking run with it. Okay. I run with it and I run with the same energy and intensity that I want my clients to run with right? Like in terms of investments, I will always, always, always be willing to lead first, which this is going to make even more sense in part two of this episode. But I think that this is really fucking important, right? I DM'd her and I asked for the link and I paid immediately. And from start to finish, that was in integrity with how, and I, you know what? I'm just going to create a whole other episode on this, like an integrity exercise in your sales process. Okay. That sounds fucking juicy, doesn't it? So anyways, there was, there was an integrity piece there of like the way that I desire my potential clients to run with me. I'm willing to do the exact same thing, right? Okay. 
So now we are in trimester one. So here's the thing. Oh, this is juicy. So first trimester, like I told you all, I was so freaking nauseous, like so nauseous, (laughs) so nauseous. And we just had so much going on, like I'm living with my mom a little bit and then we're moving into the house. We have so much to get the house ready so that it's livable upstairs. Um, Because we just realized very quickly that we actually need to be here and not five hours away for the renovation. So just so much going on. But anyways, I stopped consuming her curriculum inside of the membership and I muted all of her stuff. I know. I didn't watch her Instagram stories. Um, I didn't consume her feed posts. I didn't consume any of the curriculum inside of her membership. Now, let me say this. This has nothing to do with her and everything to do with the first trimester initiation that I was going through. Like a massive, I, I just, I, the way that I look at and my relationship with the first trimester is my second time navigating it while running a business, right? Um, and this time while chasing a toddler around, it is a fucking initiation. Like it is, it's just a rebirth. I don't even know. It's really hard for me to articulate exactly what it is and what it means to me. Um, but I was already so tired and not feeling well and chasing around a toddler and living in a camper for some of it parked outside of our new home while we like got it ready. And it was just a lot. And I knew in my heart of hearts, like what my focus was, And it was not being activated and expanded in that season. And so I had to really protect myself energy-wise so that I could focus on where my focus actually needed to be, right? Which was on myself, giving myself, you know, exactly what I could, um, my baby, my husband, my family, you know what I mean? So it was just not the season for me to be activated and expanded. And I can reflect back on that now. And there was a part of me that needed to grow from that. And I also think that I could have a whole second episode on that. Um, and if you're in the juice, then you, you already know like a lot about this, right? Like the path of least resistance versus the edge. And you already know. Um, okay. Lesson number five, lesson number five, stop fucking making everything about you. Okay, stop making everything about you. Not everything is about you, period, right? Your brain wants to connect dots. It wants to create these stories that it doesn't fucking know anything about, right? So imagine if she would have looked at who was watching her Instagram stories and noticed that I wasn't watching and made that mean I'm never joining. I'm never reaching back out like I said I was going to, which by the way, I didn't include that. But when I first initially reached out and I told her no, I told her I'd be back. I said, as soon as our life gets a little bit more settled, I'm going to DM you and I'm going to join. Okay. Um, anyways, I like, can you imagine if she did that? Can you imagine if she was like, she started to spiral and she's like, oh my God, my business is doomed. Like knowing her, it's actually fucking hilarious to say out loud. Right. This is a multimillionaire. This is somebody who's had million dollar months. Like, <laughs> right. And saying that out loud, it's like, What? Can you imagine if she would have done that? And so I think that this is really, really, really important because I hear this so often. Like, oh my God, somebody reached out and they haven't joined yet or, right? Stop making everything about you. It's not about you. Most of the time it has absolutely no fucking, not nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you, 
right? But again, your brain just tries to create stories to make sense of like the logical things that you're seeing. And so I actually want you to ask yourself, is there a more supportive story here? There's always a more supportive story that you can choose if you want to spend time allowing your brain to like, you know, indulge in this, right? But that's a whole nother story too is like, what are you, what stories and what conversations, what internal conversations are you entertaining? Especially when it comes to your cells because you will take up so much energy time in your capacity if you are indulging in these internal conversations when it comes to your cells conversations and your cells process. Okay. Okay. I remember the first few days that I wasn't nauseous, literally. Like, I can remember this like the back of my freaking hand. It was like day three. And it's like, for me, (laughs) when this happens, it's like a magic wand waves over you and is like, you're not nauseous anymore, which is, it's like wild. So the first few days, you're just like, is this real? Is it going to come back? Am I going to be sick again? What the bug is happening? You know what I mean? So it's like kind of just getting your footing in this new way of feeling every day and hoping that it's not, it's not like a false alarm, April Fool's joke. So the first few days, it was like day three, I immediately DM'd her and I asked her about her mastermind and I joined that day, right? So there's that. I joined her mastermind for a six-month commitment. A few days later, I really checked in with myself and I'm like, hmm, am I playing small with a six-month commitment? And the answer was yeah. So I joined for a 12-month commitment inside. A few days later, she released a exclusive VIP option that also included, so you got access to the mastermind, but then you are also like, you had to pay for the mastermind and you were also paying for private because the way that her offer suite works, um, at least to the best of my knowledge at this current moment, you... Um, her one-on-one clients don't automatically get access to the mastermind. They have to actually pay to be in there. So I'm paying for the mastermind. And then I also upgraded into this exclusive VIP option that included monthly one-on-one calls. And I upgraded. So exciting, which was nearly double the investment, right? And the investment was already like stretchy. And guess what? I didn't respond to her stories. Right during this whole, this entire time, like I said, I was not watching her. I was not consuming the curriculum. I was not watching her Instagram stories. I was not liking her post. I like, I I didn't consume any of her content. I didn't participate, participate in any of her programs. First off, she kept fucking moving, right? Again, she did not make it mean something about her, but also I DM'd her when I joined her mastermind. I DM'd her out of nowhere, nowhere. So that just goes to show you, and this is an extra lesson that I want to um, anchor in here, is people get so in their head, get so in their head when they're not receiving that external validation, right? They get so in their head, things things feel silent right now. Nobody's DMing me about this offer. I keep talking about this offer. Nobody's DMing me. Can you imagine if she did that? She's like, oh, I've talked about my mastermind a few times. Nobody's reached out yet. I guess nobody's joining. I guess there's something wrong with my um, my messaging. I guess there's something wrong with this offer. Oh, we need to go back to the drawing board. This isn't perfect. What am I? Can you imagine if she internalized that and she said, what am I doing wrong? Fuck, she did not do that. She kept moving. She kept moving, right? So, How often in your business do you spend time 
again, creating these unsupportive stories or creating these problems that don't actually need to exist. They don't actually exist at all, right? But we're creating these problems to then solve the problem because that's where we're comfortable. And it's much more comfortable than sitting in the discomfort of continuing to fucking talk about our mastermind, our thing, no matter what, right? To continue to talk about the thing without the external validation. And the truth is, it's like if you cannot hold the energy of your offer, if you cannot hold the energy of your mastermind and continue to be committed to that and talk about it and sell it through the silence, are you actually a match for the people that you want to attract into that space? Listen to that again. Like literally fucking rewind this thing. (laughs) It's so important. It is so important. Are you and can you stay committed to the offer through the silence? Right? She continued to fucking move. So are you moving? Are you moving because you love staying plugged into your business? Are you moving whether people reach out and DM and watch your stories or not? Are you moving without the, without the external validation, right? Can you give yourself the validation? Can you move without validation, period, right? Who are you when shit gets silent? Who are you when shit gets silent? Because that focusing on that right there and strengthening that piece of you will fucking change your life and change your business. Truly. Like, I cannot say that enough. Strengthening that has been everything when it comes to the success and the happiness of my business. And one more lesson that I want to anchor in 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 terms of this conversation is that if you continue to move and if you strengthen who you are when shit is silent, right, you never know when people are going to come out of nowhere and say, let me pay you in full. Let me, let me on that payment plan. Let me join this offer. Is there space? What does your one-on-one look like? You have no fucking clue when that's going to happen, right? So how are you going to move through the silence? Because people can reach out and pay you thousands in actual seconds, seconds, right? Okay. So I want to chat about the sales process a bit. Like what questions I asked. Did I even ask questions? Your girl asked questions. Okay. During the sales process, I fucking asked questions. I know. Fucking shocker. (laughs) I feel like there's this like huge misconception in the online space that like if you ask questions, you're not high level, right? And I'm going to tell you exactly what I asked. So I asked when the calls were. That's super important to me. And I wanted to make sure that I could attend and that it didn't conflict with Ryan's. He has a weekly work meeting and I wanted to make sure that we could work together so that I could be fully present. So I asked how many, or excuse me, I asked when the calls were. Um, I asked how many one-on-one calls were included, right? When we started to talk about the VIP option, I asked how many one-on-one calls were included. I asked what the payment options were. And then let's talk about this. Then I said I would message her shortly because I was going to go talk to Ryan. Oh, yeah. Like, gasp, right? Look, (laughs) she has to talk to her partner. Oh, my God. It's so funny when I see people in the online industry like, my partner doesn't make investment decisions for me. And like, yeah, sure. But, well, we're going to talk about that in a second. We're just going to talk about that in a second. Here, let me, let's anchor in the first lesson or the first lesson. Fuck, what number are we on? I don't even know. But... Let's start with the first piece of this. I chose the payment plan because that fits our season best. Yeah, I did not pay in full. Have I paid in full for investments before? Yes, 
but I chose a payment plan. And so next lesson, right? Asking questions does not make anyone low level or needy or whatever the fuck, right? It makes them self-aware. It means they're intentional with their money and the decision. It means they value the fuck out of their time, your time and the container that they're entering into. That's it, right? Now, obviously there's a difference between like asking questions because you're afraid versus asking questions from a very grounded, intentional space. All of the questions that I asked, right, how many calls, um, when the calls were, what the payment options were, were not from a place of fear, but from a place of when I had this conversation with Ryan, I want us to have the information we need to make the best decision moving forward, right? They were not like, I'm not even going to go into questions because these questions are going to be different for everybody in terms of what the grounded intentional questions are. But I think that that's really important in the sales process. Are you asking questions just because you're afraid and because you're, you're wanting somebody to convince you into this offer because that's never the fucking vibe. Or are you asking questions from a very intentional, grounded, conscious, self-aware place? Because that's the questions to ask. Okay. Okay. Lesson number eight, it is high level as a motherfucker to chat with your partner about your investments. I will be in the middle of sales conversations and I'll have potential clients say, you know, I'm going to take some time to chat with my partner about this. And I say, I love that. Right. And it's almost like the industry has painted this like, like, I don't know, like made people to feel shameful for doing this. Like, like your compartner, like your compartner, what the hell is that? <laughs> like your, like your partner is controlling if you have to ask or not ask, but you have to like have these investment conversations, which first off, fucking wild to me because communication is sexy. Being on the same page is sexy. Knowing where you all's money is going and what it's going to is sexy because me involving Ryan in this decision-making process, first off, it's, it's our money. You know what I mean? We're married. It's our money. So us having this conversation and making this decision together also gives him a buy-in, right? It means that when I say, babe, I have a late call this week, it's going to be at 7.15, right? Which is, it, it takes both of us to make that happen. And so he's going to, oh, okay, this is for the mastermind that we talked about. This is for the VIP <clears throat> that we talked about. But fuck, like, please talk to your partner, please. (laughs) Communication is sexy. Being on the same page is sexy. Knowing where your money is going and what it's going toward is sexy. Everybody having the buy-in is sexy, okay? So do not ever allow yourself to be made to, well, let me say this, to feel shame around that is actually a choice. You can't outsource that responsibility, right? And if somebody were to say something to you about it, like, oh, like whatever, try to like use that as an objection to handle yourself, fucking run. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Fucking run. Um, because if somebody were to do that to me, yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm out immediately. Yesterday, we're out. Um, and the other thing is that payment plans are sexy too. Like it's, yeah, payfuls are very sexy, but oh, fuck, I love a good payment plan. And a payment plan for this investment allowed us to do everything with our money, right? It continued to allow us to build our savings, retirements, 
college funds, investment in my business, renovation, like it just fit, it just fit our season. Right. And so you're going to go through seasons. And again, payment plan is not low level. Payment plan is high level as fuck. Please come in my world and choose a payment plan. You know what I mean? Okay. So this episode is already way longer than what we typically do on the podcast. But next week, I'm going to be walking you through next week's episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter, but I'm going to be walking you through the exact questions that I asked myself before investing and how I knew it was, it was like the perfect, the right move. And a, a few a few questions of like tough love questions. They're fucking juicy. Okay. I love you all so much. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on this episode and everything that you anchored in and realized as I like pulled back the curtain and let you in on a sales conversation for the biggest investment of my business. Okay. I love you all so much. We'll chat next week. Bye y'all. Podcast fam. Listen, hold your cake pops. Your girl needs to tell you something. It would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your three closest business besties. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world, take a screenshot of this episode and just text your best friend like, Sam, you gotta listen to this ASAP. I'm so thankful for you and your support. Wishing you a booty load of cake and massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much. See you next week.